0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit
1: bpn.fm to discover more.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
2: Half Hour!
1: Hello, and welcome to Half Hour, an entertainment podcast through Two Worlds Entertainment. I'm Jeff. And I'm Richie. And we're here to bring you a casual conversation on the shows, films, concerts, and music that we see, listen to, and observe throughout our careers. This conversation will feature current pop music hits from the first half of February. You can follow along and listen to the music that we're discussing by going to our Instagram or TikTok. At half hour podcast, and click the link in our bio to save and listen to the playlist. On today's episode, we're going to start with the album highlight of what I think is the first one for February, and that is Fox's "The Kick." And uh, this was actually released on February 11th. This is the twenty twenty two. Yes, February 11, <laughs> 2022. And this is the third studio album by Foxes. And the main producer on this album is James Greenwood. So many of you may know Foxes from her collaboration with Zed on the Grammy Award winning collaboration Clarity. I don't know if you knew that, but mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's one of the big hits there. And after winning that Grammy, Foxes, whose real name is Louisa Rose Allen... Enjoyed a whirlwind five years of nonstop touring and recording before taking a nice break from the industry in this fast-paced world of pop music. And uh, just to reconnect with herself. And, you know, then we had a pandemic. So now six years later since her last release, she released her third album, The Kick. And um, this is her long-awaited return to music. And, yeah, we were excited. Uh, The last album I actually thought was one of one of a a very great pop album. And I share it with a lot of people that love pop music, but I was super excited when Foxes was like, okay, we're going to release a new album. And she has a a nice quote here that I do want to read. It's kind of long, but she's quoted about what this album means to her and what kind of happened during this time. So she says the record was written during lockdown from a place of wanting to escape the walls of my own apartment. I wrote it imagining freedom and dancing and people being able to hold each other again. I spent so much time on Zoom, day and night, just writing words and melodies, and before I knew it, I had written an album's worth of material. I felt a wild and animalistic feeling of needing and wanting to socialize again, come out of Wallace, come out Wallace writing, and the feelings just didn't stop. I felt like being in my apartment and being so isolated made me really dig deep into my mind and my imagination My imagination just ran wild. Most of the music is a celebration, but some of the music comes from a painful place of loss and heartbreak. I felt trapped and almost like my insides were dancing, but I couldn't express it. But in writing, it allowed me to feel free again. The record feels like a new start and the ability to come back to life after such a strange time of us all being alone. So, with that added to the album and listening to the album, do you what do you think about this album as a whole? And do you think Foxes hits that mark of what she's saying about her album?
2: I do. I think it's nice. I think it's escapism. I think the album. Now that I hear that quote, I feel like oh yeah, that makes sense. This album is very escape. Like it's like a escape to the dance floor, escape to a vacation, a mm-hmm. escape to an outdoor place. Uh, and some of the songs have a produced feel of that escaping the into a expressionistic stand, state of dancing and, and enjoyment and life. Right. Um, some songs go instrumental, and I like that. I do hear a lot of like instruments that she used, and I like that. Some are pretty techno-pop heavy, and I like that. So it's a nice <laughs> mix of different vibes and sounds. But hearing that makes me really realize that, yeah, she definitely totally... Um, hit the nail on the head with that.
1: I think, think, yeah, this is what's interesting in this time of pop music for everyone is we had like pop music pre-pandemic where we knew that where that was going. And now we have pop music post-pandemic or coming out of a pandemic. Mm. And for me, it's like, this was a fun record that really has a lot of fun beats, a lot of fun melodies and great lyrics that I think a lot of us were feeling during this time. So it was like, I'm really happy that someone used the pandemic as a time to just write and express their emotions for something that could turn out into a great product, like this pop record. Yeah. Um, I do think, one thing is, do you think we're on the tail end of pandemic records? Or we're just beginning?
2: Um, I feel like we're right in between. I feel like we've gotten the... This is not the first time I've heard of someone saying I wrote this during the pandemic. We've mm-hmm. seen some pop stars do that. We've seen some some newbies do that.
1: Right, like Taylor Swift is a perfect example right. who wrote two records during the pandemic. So it's like now that I've heard another say this is a this is like my pandemic record.
2: I've I've also heard people write really sad things yeah. during the pandemic and post pandemic, and I've heard people write real escapism and happy things during. I think we're right in the middle because we're I guess technically still in this pandemic, so we're not quite on the other side of it yet. Right. And so we're still in, people are still permanently working from home. People are still not traveling as much. The world is opening more, but that's why I think we're like in the middle of it. Right. And we're almost two years into this. And I feel like we're going to see more. I, I always believe that someone is, or people are not releasing it yet. And maybe there's artists out there that are like, you know what, I'm going to wait till this is 100% over. And then I'm going to boom, drop something. big. I still think there's people out there Crafting even plays, musicals, movies, um, song, but in particular, yes, pop music. I think that's people are still brewing that. Yeah, I would well, say right in the middle.
1: Right. And especially with this being like a dance pop record, mm-hmm. does someone take a risk and say, I'm just going to release this? But like, are the dance floors ready for it?
2: Well, something like Rain on Me, Lady Gaga is an example of that came out, right? Wasn't that right after the pandemic or was that last year? I think it was right in the middle of the pandemic. Well, but I
1: was kind I, of. That was start. She was already starting to release, yeah, like stupid love, yeah. So I feel on like on me around the same time people, that the pandemic was happening. Sure. So is I that, feel like
2: people take the risk. Yeah. You have to be able to take a risk. And, and
1: like Dua Lipa, she put her music. Right. She put her record out, and look at that. That's something that people craved them wanted during that time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I do like about this record is it gives us that kind of Euro pop sensation of like a, a Robin or mm-hmm, that Swedish. Mm-hmm produced sound that I, I find to be kind of infectuating when it comes to pop music. Yeah, yeah. It
2: does have that infectious sound. I feel like some of my favorite tracks, I did like Sister Ray. I think that first track mm-hmm. is really, really great. And the kick, the title okay, one okay. there, I really do like that one. Yeah. And I also like, like one way down on the album called Gentleman. That's my Oh, favorite. really? We, we, we did not talk about <laughs> we literally, this. Literally. I swear we don't share notes before we do this. We really, really don't. Wow. Literally. So I literally on
1: tracks, I but we're Sister Ray the Kick, Growing On Me, uh-huh. Potential. And then I said my favorite from the album is Gentleman.
2: Yeah, I loved it because I loved hearing, I think there was like a saxophone in there. There was some cool instrumentation. It wasn't... A lot of the album gets very um, electronic-y, com- com- computer-sounding for a while. And so when this comes later on the album, you're like, oh, there's some instrumentalists there. So <laughs> I that's cool. We're on the same page about that because okay. I really, really, really like that track. Yeah, what yeah.
1: would you want to see next from Foxes if you had to pick something?
2: Oh, I would totally go opposite and do something acoustic-y. Okay. And something like acoustic guitar, chill vibes. Because on not... the vocal
1: level... You... She's got
2: a great voice, yeah. yeah. I always think like artists... I'm always someone who thinks artists should put new things out all the time. Don't keep putting the same thing out all the time. If you do something well, highlight that feature often. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she could never do an album like this ever again, but I think do something different. When you look at someone like... Uh, uh, Taylor Swift being an example, or Lady Gaga being an example, these people keep putting very different types of albums out. I think that's what people really like to hear is different, you know, big upbeat energy, then low, chill, relaxing, and, and everything in between.
1: You know? Right, because on a standout level, how does Foxes kind of separate herself now in this, yeah. in this music space? How does she become a standout yeah. for herself as a pop star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what it's always interesting because some people just figure it out and yeah. it works. And they own that. It's a persona. I mean, she has a persona. It's yeah, Foxes. But right. What is Foxes? Yeah,
2: you know, it'd be cool to learn more about that. Who she is?
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's Foxes. Yeah. Go check that out. We'll, yeah, it's a great we'll, album. We'll give you our rankings of the full album later. Okay. later, later. But for now, uh, check out the album and come up with your own opinions because it's a great album, great record. Mm. So. We're going to go up to that pop-up video section of the podcast now. Uh, The music video. Music video time. We have two music videos that I've selected. And I kind of just select music videos based on what I'm seeing the buzz around right now. So it's not even like I pre-watched it and said, okay, this is the video we're talking about. So Richie and I watch these videos together. And then we've come up with our opinions. Yeah. So the first buzz video that we kind of had here was Coldplay and Selena Gomez's uh let somebody go and just to give you a background on what they were going for here is that it's a space themed lyric video featuring animated hand-rated lyrics Uh, whoops this was that was a lyric video this is the actual video no it's this kind of futuristic mind game video of what happens in someone's relationship so the video was directed by Pilar Seta and Victor Serrano. And, um, and yeah. So what did you think of this video?
2: And, and the name of the song again was? Let Somebody Go. Let Somebody Go. Um, if I heard this song without watching the video, I would have liked it. Okay. But I don't like it. No, I shouldn't say that. I, I like it, but I thought the video was wildly bizarre to me it made no sense I'm actually not really a Coldplay fan and I know people don't understand that and everyone's like "I'm." someone was telling me once oh there's a Coldplay concert going. I'm like I wouldn't go to that and they're like why it's Coldplay I'm like I don't really find any of it appealing I get it everyone knows Coldplay music they've been around for a million years but I really like Selena Gomez, and I don't really get this. I don't understand this collaboration. I, it almost looked like a father and a daughter throughout, and I know that's like not what this was about. I don't know. It just like to me was overacted yeah. and trippy, and and I don't know. And this song was nice, but no, this did not do it for me. I was really not feeling this at all. Yeah, I think we try to like when they're when they're like I like Paint
1: a lot, so yeah. it's like for me. And I love Selena Gomez, so when you want something to be so yeah, good and it yeah. kind of just doesn't land, I mean, I think there was intention in the yeah. video, but I also went kind of an ingredients that it wasn't perfect. It was a little, it's a reach for me to try to figure out what they were doing in the video. Yeah, and was and I've it,
2: seen really trippy escapism, uh, space-like things before and liked them. It's yeah. not like I've never liked that, and
1: especially but. because some of the some of the, like. Coldplay has an amazing video for Fix You. It's, right. Which is a great song. I mean, that, that is a good song. Yeah, yeah. And to see something like this, it's like, are we trying too hard?
2: Yeah. And it was just an interesting collaboration to me. In I don't know. I didn't really yeah. get it.
1: I do get the father daughter.
2: Yeah, Sense. I did. I don't know. I feel like everybody's going to read me and I'll be like, why don't you like Coldplay? And why are you thinking he's a father? And then I'm going to be read for it. But I just. I mean, if don't it was really... a father daughter, like, yeah, I don't let know. somebody go. But well, we know it's I don't not know. One, but... I, I think we're just going to let this one speak for <laughs> itself. <laughs> Check out the video
1: and let us know if you agree with us. Yeah. Because um... it's, it's an interesting choice. Yeah, it was. Okay, well. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, moving forward. <laughs> I do want to move on to a newcomer. Um, she, well, she's been around for a little bit. Her name is Amber Mark, but she finally released her debut album, Three Dimensions Deep. And she has a music video for um, her, her one of her singles, Bliss. Mm. Um, and she writes this about three men. Three Dimensions Deep. It's a musical journey of what questions you begin to ask yourself when you start looking to the universe for answers. I can only go as deep as the third dimension as that's how we see the world. But what about when you start looking to the universe within for answers? So this is... You know, I didn't really know this about this album or this track, but I was inspired because I really like the album. I really like her sound. Mm -hmm. I think she's definitely a major artist that everyone should be watching because she's going to blossom into something big in this industry. But just to let you know, she directed this video too. Oh, that's cool. um, Satya Zoa. So... The two of them, to watch someone who's so new in the industry also put herself as a director in this space, I was like, wow, this is really interesting. And then to kind of see that this was what she had said about the video. So the the video is a lot of her dancing, but it's kind of like in this, what she says, this universe world. Like, what do we ask ourselves when we're within? Yeah. And I found, I found the video to be kind of charming, but she does something at the end of the video that I think both of us were a little bit like, um,
2: okay, I guess... Oh, we're yeah, going. the last, like, 30 seconds were a little interesting, right? I guess we're going to what this, ended. like, spiritual yeah. like, place, which is But cool. it was cool, though, and I thought the song was great. I thought her performance in the video was great. I liked it. I thought it was cool. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, it was very
1: fun. And what do you think about her as someone who could blossom in this industry? Or oh, sure. Voice, yeah, you know, I think she has sound. good
2: vocals. I think she... Um, did a nice job performing in the video. I, I think she could totally go further, and i like to see more from this artist, for yeah, sure. I think yeah. she
1: has a cool... I, I think she brings great elements of music into her pop R&B sound. Yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, I love the coloring of the video and just that space. It was really thought
2: yeah, out. Yeah, it really was. It was nice. very nice. I like the, the setting. That was, it was, like, jungly. Right? It was <laughs> yes, of, yeah,
1: yeah. and... So, and she was in a box at one point, yeah, the video, and to, some stuff.
2: to,
1: to see that it's like, okay, this is, sometimes I think we put ourselves into a box mm. and we don't know how to take ourselves yeah. out. And when we find bliss... Is that our moment of breaking free? Right. You know, so this is what I always find interesting about the videos is like, what is the artist's actual take on what their, their song is supposed to sound like. And we have two very different videos that we've just talked about here because you have one, like you said, you probably would have liked the Coldplay song without seeing the video and now the video kind of changed your mind.
2: And now this video maybe even helped me like it more in a way with this one. Totally. Yeah. And that's cool. cool How music videos can really do that. Right visuals to audio that's what that is Mm -hmm. yeah
1: nice it's like the same thing when you you see a musical Yeah, you can hear a cast recording and not know what what the space is like or when you see a play you know it's the same thing right yeah all right so we're gonna we're gonna divide up our new music tracks into two separate areas all right we're gonna have our New tracks by kind of the more well known artists that people might be like, okay, I know who that is, and then we're going to have some new tracks from artists that I think we should watch. Cool. um, That are on the rise to something probably great. Cool. So first up, and maybe I'll just kind of list them all, and then we'll have a conversation about the six songs. We don't have to okay, okay. But so the first one we're going to do here is we have Kim Petras's "Slut Pop," Saweetie and hers "Closer." Dove Cameron's Boyfriend, Jack Jones and M.E.N.K.'s Where Did You Go?, Diplo and Miguel's Don't Forget My Love, and Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift's The Joker and The Queen. So, six very different songs here. Mm. But from here, do you have any standouts, number one,
2: of those six tracks? Yeah, I think think the song Closer by Saweetie is great. I really like that. I like the Kim Petra song. I do like that. It's okay. a little guilty pleasure there, but I do really <laughs> like that. Um, I'm trying to – I have them all out of order. I'm sorry. Um okay. uh Yeah, those were my standout ones. Those I standout. really don't like that Ed Sheeran song at all. I can't stand it.
1: I know. I, know. I hate to say this, but I'm not oh. a big fan either. I, I to, couldn't I have to include it, it for Taylor Swift, but I... I'm no, just, I, like, I, don't I didn't even
2: realize... I realized it was her, but I was like, oh, Ed Sheeran to me is sometimes so great and then sometimes so not. I hate to say that, but I have never met a more inconsistent artist... Where it's like, sometimes I love the songs, and I'm like, oh, that's a jerk, that's great. And then sometimes I'm like, what is this? And I could not stand this song. I actually like almost wanted to turn it off halfway through. Like, I have to listen to the whole thing for this podcast, but, There's yeah, a video I was not, too I
1: haven't watched, but I ooh, just. What, what was it called? Again? It was
2: called Joker and Queen. Joker no, and the Queen. I just, no, didn't do it for me. No. no that will not be going on my list. <laughs>
1: Uh, what did you think about Dove Cameron's boyfriend? Oh,
2: I like that. I really like that. It's different for her. It's not a 100% where I'm seeing her go. Like, if I had to, like, tell her what to do. I think she dips and dabs in different spaces. Disney, musical theater, now pop. The, this, I think her vocals are great. I wasn't really understanding, like, the lyrics a ton. I thought mm-hmm. it was, like, an interesting thing. Like, I can be your boyfriend. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know what else she was trying to say there, but... I think she's really talented. <laughs> I really want her to just do Broadway and do like movie musicals because I want her to live in that world. Because I think she was really good in Schmigadoon, and she yeah. does Disney stuff all the time. I I really like her, and well, I think this is a good first step into pop music. Not it, first step, one of the first steps. It
1: is, a, I think, an interesting place for her because I love the sound. But is she presenting herself in this pop star space? Properly.
2: I don't know. I think it's a good song. I don't think it's a great song. I hope that she continues to dip and dab in pop
1: music. Yeah, I think she slays in a way, like, a certain sound. I can definitely see, like, you know, the drag queens eating this song yeah, up and sure. performing this. But, you know, I'm just trying to see, like, where does she
2: go? Oh, well, I don't know where she goes. And I think she should go somewhere pretty quickly. Because I think that you should, I don't want her to get forgotten, you know? Um, or just, like, pushed to the side. I think we just um, need
1: her to star. She's I'm
2: always sure. fallen under the, like, Kristen Chenoweth loves her. Yeah. They work together. They work together. I think Dove Cameron... She's been in a lot of things. And I. And then there was all these rumors that she might do the Wicked movie and all yeah. these things. So we'll see. I think it'll be cool to see where she moves forward.
1: Yeah. I'd love to see her
2: live, actually. Yeah. It'd be really cool to see her do something live.
1: Right. Yeah. And what... So two of these tracks here are more in this, like, dance-pop space... The where did you go? Which samples?
2: Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. That song.
1: And don't forget my love. I think they're both fun. Um,
2: I but, like where did you go better, mm-hmm. but I did like don't forget my love too. I thought yeah, they were both good songs. They're both
1: fun. Yeah, and then obviously, can Petrus. We is yeah, it a guilty, guilty pleasure. pleasure guilty album. pleasure. It's camp. It's, yeah, there's a lot of things surrounding um, this album right now, and we don't need to go into too much detail about it. But I think you know. Right now, there was another thing that's going on, I think, in Europe where they're trying to take um, sexual things out of pop music. Oh, okay. Which this is a play on that, I think. Got it. So, if that makes sense yeah. to you, so like, obviously, here in America, people can sing about whatever they want, but they're trying to censor things right. around this album.
2: I mean, it's super explicit. Everyone listening, if you're listening to this new album, it's like very, very explicit. Um, very explicit. Like yeah. don't play it for the kids. Yeah. Uh, but th- th- it's got this like good beat to it. It's like this guilty pleasure song. When I listen to it every day, like no, but I would no, but I
1: think it's Campy in a way. Yeah. And it's nineties, early two thousands yeah. pop. Plays on that in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um from the whole look yeah. to the album cover, all of those things. It's interesting. Um we'll see where Miss Kim is going.
2: Yeah, Um, that'll be interesting. Yeah,
1: And yeah, I also agree. I did love So Closer. Yeah, I like that. The feature of her on there. I I think they sound great together. Totally.
2: I like that song a lot. Yeah, Mm. it's
1: fun. And then over here, I want to go over to a little thing called Artist to Watch. Artist to Watch. So here we have Sven Streeter, Nobody. Wiz the MC, Premature Love. Tate McRae's She's All I Want to Be. Cute Bad, Hot Seat. Peach PRC, God is a Freak, and Shous's Won't Forget You. Cool. So out of these, did any of these tracks
2: stand out to you? And which one? I really like Nobody. Okay. Like that a lot. I really like Premature Love a lot. Great. And I really liked Hot Seat a lot. Yes. Those are my top three of those. Um, the others being the um uh, She's All I Wanna Beat. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of a little sleep on it, I think, for me. I gotta listen to it a little bit more. And God is a freak. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No. I you know what? It's weird. It's just weird. The song is weird. And I was like, all right, but it's like different. And I'm always open to different things. And I shouldn't say it's different, you know, but
1: it is different. Then
2: but the I'm like, what is she saying? And I'm like, no, I don't really this is just me putting like religion into like a pop song. It just doesn't really work. Maybe that's the point is like you're clashing these two thoughts. And I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. I just, it was weird what she was saying or why she, like why on earth are you saying this? I was, I'm like, no, I don't really get it. I don't know if you're on the same page. (laughs) Respect Uh, to you uh, for putting me music out girl, but
1: no, definitely, definitely respect Um, most of these, yeah. So Peach, PRC, was actually a a choice that people were writing on the TikTok video we had to listen to. Okay. So I I think I'm a little bit in an agreeance to you. Yeah. I I was expecting something to be super poppy, and then I listened to it, and I was a little, like, it's catchy, but I'm confused. But maybe that's just because I'm not too aware of who she is. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, I'm loving... Sven Streeter's Nobody, I think.
2: Yeah, I love that.
1: And that samples yeah. as well. Um, I really love Wiz the MC's Premature Love. I think that's fun and poppy and Bobby, Totally, totally. I'm it to my bop playlist, but um, take McRae. She's all I want to be. Yeah. She's kind of, people are watching her grow from, like, the TikTok artist to pop star. Um I think it's she's talented. I look, it's I think, a little predictable in the pop space, I yeah. think. I, I think when it comes to pop, you really want to get something that just skyrockets you. Right. Like, where, where is pop music going to take you? Right. And that's... Now, let's talk about Cute Bad and Hot Seat.
2: Yeah, I love this it. This
1: is a girl group. Number yeah. one, everyone. So, welcome. In comes the girl group to the chat. There we go. Girl groups come and go all the time and it's like how do we get them to stay and i think there's such a great mix of sound in here of style and it's just a fun like the beat hits hard Mm -hmm. and i really want to see these girls like yeah skyrocket into the into the pop space um i saw some people commenting on the tiktok video where i was promoing what we're going to be talking about in the Mm -hmm. playlist people are really loving that yeah I them. loved it. They're really loving it. And then lastly, we have shouts. Won't forget. Oh you. yeah, this that is was the okay. Follow up to all. You know, all I need is your love. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could figure that. Yeah, out. and it Which was is fun. I like this in the dance space. This
2: coral. Right. I like the coral aspect to it. It's like I said. I'm not obsessed, but I'm not. I don't hate it. You no, know. It's,
1: it's just, it's fun. It's good. I think, like, you know, maybe if we're on Fire Island or we're out yeah. in some beachy sense, we're going to be hearing this song Oh sure. oh all sure, all summer again. Yeah, you know, for sure. Because that's what we were hearing last right. year. Right. But it's like, I, I'm really liking where some of these artists are going, some of the sounds that are coming out. I think pop music is coming back.
2: Yeah, for sure. Of, uh,
1: people not being afraid to release things. Right. And I can't wait to see what else is going to keep
2: coming. For sure.
1: For um, sure. You know.
2: No, that's great. Good, good recap.
1: Good things, that. but. Uh, oh, it's
2: time to recap.
1: Charm. We're going to recap ding. here because it's time to play the little game. Okay. Uh-huh. Of. Does he add it? Do I
2: add it or not? Oh, not that it's all about Do me, but I mean, I'm pretty opinionated here on some it. of these today. Obviously,
1: I add it, so it's not really up to me because I add all of these tracks mm-hmm. to my pop playlist, but when it comes to Mr. Richard, okay, uh, does he add it? All right, go. Kim Petras' Slut Pop. Sure. Okay. Dove Cameron's Boyfriend. Sure.
2: Yeah, I want that to grow me a little bit.
1: Okay. Jack Jones and M-E-N-K, where did you go? Yes, I like
2: that. Mm, I'm adding that.
1: Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift's The Joker and The Queen? No. <laughs> I
2: will, I'll probably never listen to it again. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll try to, maybe I'll give it one more chance, but I don't know. I just, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Sorry. Fine. <laughs> it
1: is what it is. Uh, Wiz the MC's Premature Love.
2: Yes, really, really like that, for sure. And then Cute Bad's
1: Hot Seat. Yes,
2: adding that too. So most of these I would add.
1: And then lastly, Peach God is a pretty <laughs> No, no.
2: I'll also oh. never listen. No, yeah. no I don't want to be mean. Like, I'm not here to, like, be mean. I'm just... No, nope. some things for me don't work. And That's everyone's fine. different. And this is what makes the world go round. Yeah. But, yeah. Good, good, good. But it's cool. Like, these were all really different styles of new release of music. Slow, fast, upbeat. Totally. You know, it's lyrical, you know. And if you had to pick two people... Or two songs
1: that you loved, and you're ready to hear what's next from an artist. Who do you want to hear?
2: Oh, um, definitely the Dove Cameron, because I want to keep doing. I want to keep hearing more of that, and what's Mm -hmm. going on, and what's coming, and things like that. And I really want to hear more of Sweetie. I don't know a lot about her. I know I I want to hear more of that
1: kind of down for that i'll play his I pl- i'll play the other songs he'll be like
2: oh this is hard yeah i don't really i gotta i know he educates me <laughs> over here on all
1: this and for <laughs> me it's cute bad i'm really excited to see what they're gonna do mm-hmm, as mm-hmm, a group mm-hmm, to, because they just came out of nowhere yeah for me yeah so anyway cool so um let's thank you all yeah for listening Um, We hope you enjoyed this podcast, so please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple Music, and please leave us a review if you love what you heard today. We love getting feedback. Um, We also want you to join in our conversation, either on TikTok or Instagram, wherever you want to engage with us. Yeah,
2: comment. The follow.
1: handle, yes, the handle is at Half Hour podcasts. And please just comment on the latest post.
2: Yeah, like, follow, comment. We love the engagement. Subscribe, tell yeah. your friends, family. The more, the more the merrier.
1: And if there's any artists that you're loving in the space of theater or Broadway, send them to us. And they might end up on our next podcast. You never know. But until next time, I'm Jeff. And I'm Richie. Signing off for now. Ta-ta. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of Meister Music. Rise is a national online resource designed
2: to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work
0: 18 plus.